good Monday morning. This is Matt Hodell. Jonathan, we need a new, we need a new thing. We need a new like. We need an anchor point where it's like, hey, good morning. No, uh, we need something catchy, like something on fire, like, good Monday morning, you bastards, or like, <laughs> or like, get you know, there's that guy in St. Louis, get your AM in the PM, only you get your, I don't know. We need a, we need something snazzy. So it is Monday morning. We're drinking some coffee. We're having a good time. Life's pretty good. I swear. This weather is teasing us. Like, summer is right around the corner, and every time I'm like, you get into a mindset that you're like, I'm putting all my winter clothes away, and then you wake up to take the dog out, and you're like, holy moly. I know, it was beautiful and sunny, and then a tornado weather ripped through here, and now it's cold again. Oh, geez, yeah. God, not to make a downer, but that there's a town called Perryville, Missouri that got hit really hard, man. I know. Pretty scary stuff. Yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, that's, our, that's our life here in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know, dodging tornadoes and getting busy, I guess. We survived. You know, we've been talking a lot about uh, clients and customers lately. And uh, what are we going to call this episode, Jonathan? Uh, I jotted down, relieving the tension in retention. <laughs> I love that. Relieving the tension in retention. So there's a there's a couple of key words. Like they're they're kind of staple words in business. Um I love it because it's, like they usually go together. Uh, penetration and retention. You know, it sounds like really dirty, but you know, penetration. That's that's how much of the market you're actually dealing business with. But retention is taking that um, client holding on to and it. keeping them. Yeah. And it's it's kind of a known thing that it's cheaper to keep a client than make new ones. And the beauty about doing business for yourself is instead of sitting behind a desk and realizing like. What we're doing right now is losing customers. You get to be the one that's like, oh, I'm losing customers. How do I hold on to them? Yes, there's different. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that sounds so stupid. There are different barometers to kind of check yourself. Mm. And I think I heard an analogy this morning, Jonathan, doing my research for mm. this podcast. <laughs> is a guy said that, you know, uh, the worst thing you can do is have a bucket of water and keep filling it up. You know, so you always have one gallon of mm. water in the bucket, but there's holes in the bottom, so you're just constantly filling it back up. That is the opposite of retention. You're never getting ahead. Your goal of retention is to recognize what created those holes and cap them, so you're not spending so much energy or resources, which equals money, into filling that bucket up again. Right. You know, so if you have a, a high turnover business which doesn't have a lot of retention, then you're, all your energy is spent just trying to get the next person to come through the door, come by your booth, click on your web page. Yeah. And with, with art, the whole thought process is, like if you're, if you're constantly having to go out and find new clients, it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. You know, like what, if, you can, if you could take the time to find those clients and create quality relationships with them and keep them coming back, say like you find those five clients versus having to go out and like what we were talking about earlier like every week you're having to find 10 more clients ten just more to clients, keep going and going clients. and going yeah if you're a painter it's great to find a collector oh, it's yeah. great to find a network of people where you go i've got that's your about, goal because yeah. then you know you can eat yeah if you're out there hustling trying to get your stuff in galleries trying to just get people to buy your your product or your work then it, you burn out, you get exhausted, you don't actually get anywhere. 
you'll start to you'll start to come up with gimmicks instead of quality exactly you know and so that's, and that's kind of what we wanted to talk about is like how, how do we create this retention like what what are some tools that we can use to do this? we made a list jonathan we did what's the what was the first thing on our list that we we're going to talk about uh think go into it and think about like brand like what 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 are you what makes matt hodell matt hodell you know and carbon and think about it <laughs> <laughs> You're so literal, Matt Hodell. All right, Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's true. I mean, for what I'm doing, an artist, I am me. I am the product. Yeah. I have to brand myself. You know, there can't be such a disconnect between what I'm doing and what I'm putting out. Right. Right. And so the first thing I have to do is I have to stand for something. Mm -hmm. I have to have a mission statement. I have to know what it is I'm doing. Right. right? And set, setting yourself up and having that foundation of like what, what makes you you and like what what do you want to say? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to look like? All that goes into helping you figure out like who your client's going to be. Yeah. So way before you even go and start grabbing clients, figure out who you are, mm -hmm. figure out what you want and what your product is going to be and how you're going to brand yourself at or what you're going to brand yourself as. And you're right. The next thing is once you have that of who you are, you you kind of imagine yourself on the flip side. Who is going to buy paintings from me? And I, I think that's what a lot of people can get the first part, like branding yourself, like figuring out who you want, what your banner is, what your business card is, what your the look of your work is. But people oftentimes forget, like you also need to think about who you're trying to get in the door because that also helps you tailor those things even so more so picture it you know in a different way you could say what is my demiograph but it's a detailed description of what your client looks like your you and then you have to build a message for them mm -hmm. not only have you made your your mission statement but then how do you deliver that message to to who you want to specifically sell your product to which is again you yeah jonathan matt That's you know yeah um Part of that branding and position, this is something that is super important. You have to give them the before and after when you build that message. What is your life before my product? What is your life like after my product? Mm -hmm. You know, in my case, I would say I have a little catchphrase I made up, and it says, "You know, what's it? You know, when you get tattooed by me, you go from having tattoos to being tattooed. Mm -hmm. Life after Matt Hodel." will be completely different. People will treat you differently. They will admire you. And that's part of my message. And it's not a gimmick. I believe in that. I believe that's the truth. Yeah. And you've thought that through and that gives you a certain level of quality too because you're you're attacking like what your goal is and you're thinking it through. It's not just like an afterthought. Like you're actually sitting down and being like, what do I want to accomplish? Like how do I want people to perceive me? Like, what do I want to offer to people? I'm putting some thought into it, Jonathan. Yeah. Just like you do. And we are good. High five. But the <laughs> step one done. But but the weird thing is like, uh, there's a certain level where I, you can feel dirty doing that because part of you like in the back like, you think like, am I hoodwinking people? Like, oh, uh, you're talking about the artist ego now. Exactly. I think you're talking about the I'm no good person because you got crapped on your entire life. Right. You know. <laughs> And this is the thing where this is the disconnect. I think this is the whole point of this podcast is bringing people to understand their self worth and mm -hmm. who they are. 
and getting recognized for who they are instead of who they think they are. Exactly. You know, you you are sought after. You, people like you, or else you wouldn't even have put this much effort into it. And I think you got to wash all that away. You know, and that this whole idea that you're hoodwinking people. If you're if you are honest, and it comes from the heart, that's that's that should all be out the window by now. Yeah. Uh, so the first brand positioning, uh, product branding. I guess product and branding. What did you call it? <laughs> you had a better name for it than I did. Oh, I, oh, number one, product and brand. There we All go. All right. So number two, and this is the second part, and this is more like sell and educate, hand in hand. Oh yeah. You can't just sell. You have to sell and educate at the same time. Because selling is you're just ramming something down someone's throat. When there's education involved, you're you're bringing them into the process. Like you you're you're either helping them understand the situation or you're you're essentially empowering your clientele because you're you're getting you're giving them the tools to either reassure themselves that they're making the right decision or be more prepared to make the right decision in the end, right? Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I would I would say that what we're talking about are more like tactics. You know, um, you 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 can almost say techniques. Tactics sounds like like what you were talking about before. Like we're gonna we're gonna trick them. Right. But a technique is a, a, a an unobvious approach to a common problem. You know, mm-hmm. what is your technique? And so a technique for for this customer marketing would be, it's simple stuff. Use words that they love to hear. Mm. You know, if you're dealing with a golfer, if you're dealing with a sports fan, if you're dealing with a soccer mom, if you're dealing with a biker, if you're dealing with, uh, you know, an 18 year old who is a little more timid in life. You know, you don't you don't want to just like scare the crap out of them or you know there's a saying you know baffle them with bullshit you know you want to you want to back up your product but you want to you want to talk to them um, on their level on their level totally bring it down to them there's all kinds of ways to do that yeah you know meet them in the middle don't make them come to you like why are you here use my lingo or you must leave you know and i think i see that in our industry i see that a lot you know someone says the wrong word like they say, is that a tattoo gun? It's a machine. Oh, like, oh my God, shut up. You know, like just take a minute, explain to them like, ah, oh, yeah, it's a tattoo gun, but you know, we, we like to call it machines, you know. Or let it slide. Yeah, let it yeah. slide. Who cares, man? You know, let them feel comfortable where they're at. Don't make them feel like an outsider. Yeah. Um, reduce the friction points. I know a lot of, I think, especially when it comes to art, the biggest friction point is getting down to the money. I don't know how many times, like, have you ever sold a painting or or or, or had to shoot a number out there? You, you, you're like, okay, I know they want this. And in your head, you're like, $500. Right. And what comes out? 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but there are ways to reduce that friction point. You know, right. there, are, there are ways to present. Like, when it comes to money, there's definitely ways to present the money side of things. Like, back up why they are um where their money is going mm-hmm. what are they paying for if it's a if it's a painting say look i know this is a little more might be out of your budget but check this out this frame i had this done by a local artisan you know the frame alone cost me five hundred dollars i'm passing it on to you you know uh, right. a little bit cheaper because i, I really want you to ha- own this for your house this, is, this painting speaks to you so that's like a reduction of of, of um a friction point you know yeah 
Yeah, no, money is a huge thing, especially, I mean, we, we do this for a living and we require it, but then it, socially it's like the worst thing to try and like explain to people or like get over the hump. Like figure, being honest and figuring out like, hey, what, what's your budget, you know? Yeah. Being, being the one to spearhead that thing uh, that conversation a lot of times helps too. Yeah. You know, because it, you know, they're thinking about it. You can tell right off the bat. But you've already made this connection with them. Yeah. You've already got down to their level. You've talked to them. You guys are buddies. It, it feels real because it is real because you want them there. Yeah. You're the one that started all this. And like, I, I'll even be real with people. And it's like, I'll ask like, hey, what's your, what's your budget? And then I'll like, even before they say something, I was like, I know this is awkward and don't feel bad about it. Just shoot me what's in your head. You know? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you what you're, what we're going for. I just need to know what you, what you have to, what, you know, where you're at in life, you yeah. know? Um, the, you know, the next thing is kind of like goes along with that. It's like getting personal with it. So let's say, let's walk us through what we've done. We, so far we've made a mission statement. And we have branded ourselves and we figured out a message we wanted to deliver people. And then we start talking to people and uh, we've got some techniques on how to, how to educate them on the process, how to educate them on our product. And, yeah. and we've, 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 we're moving along. Now we've made the sale. They're happy. How and did we make it personal? How do we, how do we keep that retention? That's the whole point of this conversation. Yeah. How do you keep that person coming back? There's some, there's a few things you can do um, that aren't, you know, they're not going to break your budget. They're not going to, you know, make you waste any more time uh, than, than like, oh, it's too much out of my day, you know? Um, but you can, you can make it personal, John. Yeah. I mean, we were, we talked about this uh, before the open, um, just about how, in the kind of work that we like doing, which is typically bigger tattoos, um, you spend hours and hours with people. Like you, you inevitably end up developing these relationships. And it's realizing that doing that, making it personal, making sure you remember what you talk about. So next time you're checking in with people, you know, you, you, we're doing this as a business, but out, out of this also comes friendships and like that's what you end up and what do friends do for each other they think about one another they think about one another they talk about one another they you check in with each other like if if i know one of my clients is, has been having an issue and i haven't heard from them for a while i'm going to check in with them i have know? a client today um after we're done recording today's his birthday i know that i wrote it down i took a mental note when he said when i made the appointment he was like, oh, it's my birthday. I wrote that in the calendar. Hmm. Client's birthday. I also have his favorite creamer here. He brought a pillow from home that I keep at the shop. You know, it's a very, like when he comes in here, he owns the room, you mm -hmm. know? And then I've got a little small birthday present for him, you know, and I, something that wouldn't, you wouldn't like, <laughs> but it's, so it's personal. It's, it's towards him. Um, the other part about, you know, about this aspect is if you, Constantly meet their expectations. Avoid any surprises, you know. Mm. Don't be so, like, sporadic with everything. You can't... <clears throat> I remember years ago I worked at a major food chain. Mm. It wasn't called Hooters because it was called Hooters. I don't want to get sued for saying the, the wrong name. <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about, like, other companies? You think Hooters is actually listening to this? They're going to sue my no. ass? Anyway... <laughs> 
I'm a, I don't know what the, we don't have a lawyer on staff yet, so I don't know what we're allowed to talk about. Anyway, so I worked at Hooters in um, Clearwater, Florida. It was the original Hooters. It was actually a lot of oh. fun. But what they don't want you to do is add an extra burger to the menu. They don't want you to like, when someone orders a cheeseburger, don't give it the Matt Hodel special. Like, don't, oh, yeah. don't go, my burger, I cook it like this. I don't care what you guys do. You guys are all wrong. Because to the customer, that's an inconsistency. If they've had that burger 22 times and the 23rd time, they're like, this tastes like garbage. This isn't oh, yeah. what I ordered. You know? That's why people walk away. Exactly. Consistency is key, especially with a small business. Exactly. Because if, if anybody's going to suffer from that more than anything, uh, it's it's consistency and like not having the regularity. Like the difference between... Uh, someone who's bought five iPods and then the sixth one is kind of crap and they go back through the rigmarole, inevitably they're probably going to buy a seventh iPod. But if they go into the sandwich shop six times and on the seventh time it's crap. Oh, there was a sandwich shop that used to be here on the strip. Um, the one we have now, awesome. Eat it next door to the shop, go to it. But there used to be one and I'd order the Cuban. Yeah. I would get it on different bread, different amounts of meat, sometimes hot, sometimes cold, and it was a, you know, it was a twelve dollar sandwich. After a while, I didn't go there anymore. Yeah. You know, there's no consistency. So in your own product, think about that. As a consumer, do you want to be showing up late? Think about a doctor's office. I want to go and see my doctor. I don't want to go and sit there in the lobby for thirty five minutes yeah. wondering where my doctor's at. You know, right. be consi- consistent. Avoid surprises. You know, if you're this is simple. If you even think that you might not be able to make your appointment on Monday and it's Friday, mm-hmm. give them a heads up. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, man, I'm going to do my best. But this is what I'm going This through. is what I'm dealing with right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the cards I'm dealt. So instead of, you know, just uh, maybe we should cancel. Would that be easier for you? Or, you know. But it also gives, it goes back to the, the personal level. Like, if, if you're just saying, like, hey, I need to reschedule or versus, like, hey, listen, I've, I've been dealing with this thing. I don't know if I'm going to be prepared for next week. Can we reschedule? People dig that, man. Yeah. They want. They don't want to be left out of the loop. You exactly. know? There's a saying, under promise and over deliver. Don't be the flashy gimmicky guy and that promises all this stuff. And then when it's all done, you people walk away going, I guess that was a big sandwich. You know, like... <laughs> You know, your billboard says this. I mean, McDonald's does that stuff. They like, they photo shoot their burgers and they get more attention than the model does, you know? And then you go and you get the burger and you're like, what the hell is this? Like, have you ever got one of those burgers where it's like, it's like not on the bun all the way? It's like the burger's off and then the cheese is off and then the pickles are slid off. And it's like, this is McDonald's. Like, you guys have been doing this over a billion times. You, so how well, did mine get like this? That's the funny thing, because, like, you can literally walk outside and hold oh, up, hold it up to the billboard, and it's... It's junk, near, yeah, right? Nowhere near it. Um, so, getting back to the list, we have one more thing we need to talk about. Uh, I call this one, give good, get good. Um, it's basically, like... Um, be efficient. Um, know your client personally. Um, it, we kind of touched on this, but the communication is the key. And, we're, and we is. talked about a little bit of communication with the client, but there's a lot of ways to keep your client in the loop. 
Yeah. If you're going to be on vacation, you can post something on the big old Facebook. It's true. Um, and yeah, just be efficient, like with your time, with your clients' time. You know, the, that's a big one. The quality comes in like. If, if you're getting hired to do a job, do the job. Like if you're the guy that gets hired to do the job and it takes you an extra five minutes, it takes you an extra an hour because X, Y, Z, like people are eventually not going to want to come back to you. I used to work with this guy and uh, he would say stuff like, you know, you'd be driving along and he'd be like, oh, there we are paying for those guys to build a bridge and they're just standing around. Right. You know, he, he would notice when people were slacking. Oh, yeah. He'd get put on hold and he'd be like, oh, this is baloney, man. I'm on hold. But he was the number one guy to leave his client in the front room Hanging out. while he like played with a, a new toy of his. You know, yeah. like, I'll be there in a minute. And he'd be back there like screwing around. And it was just so like, dude, don't you see how irritated you get? Mm-hmm. They're the same. And, and you're trying to build up this, this relationship, you know? efficiency in time not only yours but you're also spending their time as well you know oh, yeah. they're not just buying your time you got to meet in the middle there's always an investment on both parts right um communication again a communication is little things like the the facebook posts emails newsletters mm-hmm. and then the direct you know one of the things i like to do is <clears throat> on sunday um i have my assistant send out confirmation uh, texts and emails oh, yeah. to make sure that everyone for that week, you know, knows what's going on. And sometimes you people get caught. They're like, oh, I totally forgot. Okay, let me rearrange my schedule. So yeah. in that way, we're both happy. But the other thing too is it's like, you don't think like, oh, I made an appointment. And you haven't even thought about me until I showed up. Exactly. You know, I can think one of the worst traits in our industry you could have is to make an appointment, wait 30 days, show up, and then what does the artist do? He says, what did you want again? <laughs> that is the opposite of what we're talking about. There is oh, yeah. no customer retention there. You know, like I, I waited 30 days and you don't even remember my name. You don't even remember what I wanted. You worst. know? So put things in place so that you don't look so foolish, right? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're going to take somebody's money, then you need to respect that. Um, I think we could get a rundown here real quick, Jonathan. Uh, we we kind of have some weird names. I, I don't think... Me and you completely agreed with what we we're gonna call everything. <laughs> so we're clearly not yeah. up on our branding. Yeah, we we're not. Maybe we're not so good at you know titling our <laughs> our our podcast very well. What did we? I forgot we even called this podcast. It was pretty clever. It was relieving the tension in tension. Relieving the tension in retention. 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 So retention is basically once again, it's not only did you find a new client, but you mm-hmm. kept them. Right. And you kept them, not just because you do good work. That's good, but that's not good enough. Right. There's a lot of people doing good work. And we basically set up a, a little simple way to deliver this. Number one, uh, product and brand. Brand yourself. You're the product, right? Think and then we it. listed through that. Uh, sell and educate. Explain to people what a world would be like before they met you and what a world would be like after they met you. Exactly. you know? The third thing would be to get personal, know your client, set things up, don't be so disconnected with them. Have consistency. And consistency, super important. Um, and I don't even know what this means. Give good, get good. I, I sounded really good when I wrote it down. <laughs> but that basically is, um, you know, you're trying to be um, efficient with your time, with your client's time. Um, and you're, and you're, you, once again, you're touching on that communication part of all of it. Yeah. Did I miss anything? No, that, that squares it.
This might seem obvious. All, everything we said, and of course, but you have to ask yourself, do you do it? Do you practice it? And it goes back to just being cognitive of it. It's yeah. okay to be aware that you're thinking about this and you're putting effort into it. And practice being a client again. Mm. Be your own client. Put yeah. yourself in their shoes every once in a while and say, would I have been happy with today? Well, it's like what you were talking about with Bale. He's like thinking about like, what do I want to see when I walk in the door to that convention? Yeah. Like, and uh, I, I think uh, about the process from start to end. I think we ended up making that episode 11. Yeah. So if you go back to episode 11, we interviewed Bale from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and he talked about just that he made a convention and he walked through it as a as a client as a customer start to finish right on thanks guys this has been another episode of bastards of art bastards of art matt hodell checking out <laughs> you can <laughs> god we got to come up with something clever uh you can find us on stitcher soundcloud itunes our web address www.bastardsart.com and please if you go to the itunes subscribe and leave some comments and rate us. That way we can help reach more people. Um, also, you can leave a comment and say, hey, will you talk about this, please? We'd love to hear from you. Thank you very, very, very much.